So starting out this week with a tour, a tour is in Hilchas Pesach. The tour here brings B'Shem the Ruth, that even though when it comes to B'Chas and we hold that you can't make a bracha for someone else, and this you're going to get you're getting an all with them. Right, the it doesn't work. But when it comes to matzah, or the Kiddush, the Dalad Kesis of Leila Seder, there, even though it's a Birch Saninin, you're making a Mitilachim in the Oretz, you're making a Breakfagafin, that you can still do for someone else. So the Torah explains that the distinction is that specifically Leila Seder, they have a Chiv. And since you have a Chiv, Chazawar Mechaib, you to say these Birch Saninin because there's a mitzvah that's coupled with it. There, under that context specifically, we say, Even though you already fulfilled your obligation, you can be made to someone else. And therefore, even if you're not being nene, you could still say the bracha on behalf of somebody else. The chur the pshat is that the bracha transformed itself. It's not just simply a bracha nene anymore, but it's part of the chivas ayyim. And since it's part of the chivas ayyim, the same way by mitzvah, we'll say, Afopishayotzameitzi. So too, when it comes to these birchas anenin, we'll also say afapisha yotza meitzi. Now the Shulchan Aruch in Hilchas Shabbos and Siman Reishayim Gimel says something different. Lashon Hashulchan Aruch as follows in Source Two: Yochel Adam Mekanish Laachirim. A person is able to make kiddush for someone else afapisha ina lechlim alhemi. You mean that being with him? Do they did who? Because for them, have a makom suda. Those people, it's a makom suda. So the Mecham is bothered by a question. We know that kiddush has to be by makom suda in the place where you eat. So if you're not eating with them, you're not eating the meal, you're just making kiddush, it's not the makam suda. So that is not a problem. Why? Because you're making kiddush in a place where the people, there are people that are eating. Now it says the mechaber of Afogab, the Birchas Hayayin, Eniachalahitzi Achirim, Yiminoneni Mohim, I, but part of kiddush is Birchas Hayayin, a Bripiagofin. And you're not being nene from the Bripiagofin, you're not eating with them, they're eating it, they're drinking the wine. So how could you say it? So he says, Kim to Haibri Piagofin, Ukhiv the kiddush. Since this Brei Piragofen is a necessity for Kiddush itself, so then you're able to make it. Why? Because Ki Kiddush Hayuim Domi, it's tantamount, it's comparable to the Kiddush itself. And he can be made to them even though they don't derive Hanol. And there, the Shulchan Aruch has a caveat. Shulchan Aruch has a caveat that it has to be that they don't know whether or not, what, not know how to make Kiddush on their own, but it sounds like from the Shulchan Aruch, they know how to make Kiddush on their own, they're not able to be Yitzay. Now this is a Pella, right? Because the Chorah, based off the Torah we saw before, the Torah himself didn't make any kind of distinction between whether or not they know how to make uh, Hamitzi, they know how to make a Bnei It sounds like under all circumstances, you could be Yitzay someone else with the mitzvahs of Leila Seder because it's a Chavis So why would Kiddush come as any different? And yet when it comes to Kiddush, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that it's only when they don't know how to make Kiddush on their own, but if they know how to make Kiddush on their own, the Nevada, they have to do it. You can't go ahead and make Kiddush for them. Now, to make this mystery even worse, comes along the Bir Hagro, and the Bir Hagro says, that caveat, that you only can go ahead and make Kiddush for them, in a circumstance where they don't know how to make Kiddush, says the, the Gro, Brachis Memhamad Beis. He sources it. What's the source? The source is a Gemara Brachis Memhamad Beis. Now, the Fumri the Gain's pointing out a Gemara. A Gemara which talks about Borba Sefer, that a Bor can be Yitzit through the Bracha of a Sefer, and somehow connecting that to Kiddush. And that's a Pella, because the Chor Kiddush is a Din of Arvos. 
in mitzvahs, right? Kiddush, to be made to someone in Kiddush, is in arvus. I can, the same way I can be mekandar, I can, uh, you know, make a bracha on shefer for someone else. So I can also go ahead and I can make Kiddush for someone else. Why not? So there, the din of Kiddush, the din arvus. What is the, the B'yar Gra going ahead and pointing out that no, we're really discussing a Gemara and Dafim Hamid Beis. There, it's not the din arvus. There, it's a question of a B'yachasaninin. Like we spoke out, there's no there's no sheikhs to harvest. Harvest isn't relevant to Birkasanin. So how come the Birgra is pointing to seemingly a totally disparate halacha in order to explain the halacha of the Shulchan Aruch that in order to be made to someone with Kiddush, they can't the first being today can't know how to make Kiddush on their own. Seemingly the two the two sugyus are separate sugyas. So my side brought to you here a Mishnah Buru. The Mishnah Buru brings down from the Orchas Chaim, a prichodosh, that when it comes to when it comes to the din of the mechaber, that's only a din of chachila. But b'diavid, even if they know how to make the bracha, then you can still be made them, and that lechora makes sense because if the din the din arvus the chachila, we want you to do it yourself. But b'diavid, if you don't know how to do it, so then you could be yotze. What pshataka the stimus of shulchan aruch is a mamashma like that. The stimus of shulchan aruch is that it's only when the other guy doesn't know how to do it. But if the guy knows how to do it, it doesn't sound like Bidiyavid. If you do it for him, he's Yitzhi So how could it be then that we could explain the din of the Shulchan Aruch Kapshuto? So it seems to me like there's a fundamental machlikas here between the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch. The Torah came along into the Chiddush. There's something called Chibas Hayyim. There's a Bripi Agafin. There's a Hamitzi that Yechayim to make because of Mitzvah Hayyim. The Torah understood that specifically there, that goes ahead and makes it that it's not considered a birchas anymore. It's considered a birchas hayyim. It's a chiv, and from that chiv, avada, you have a, an obligation to make it, and therefore we would apply the concept of alpha pishe It transforms it to a different form of, of, of bracha. To that, maybe the shulchan aruch disagrees. The shulchan aruch doesn't say that the fact that you have to make this birchas anenin changes the hagdara of the bracha. Who said that? Obviously, you have to make the bracha, but that doesn't mean that it's not a birchas anemone anymore. it remains a birchas just you have to make it. Whereas the Torah would say that since you have to make it, that changes the status of the bracha itself. It becomes not a birchas anemone and it takes on the characteristics also of a birchas mitzvah. Now, if that's true, so then when it comes to birchas mitzvah, so avada there we say alpha pishayasa mitzi. There's a concept of arvus. You're always connected to other people, and therefore you could be made to them with the bracha. So that would be the stance of the prichodesh that the Chaim the Mishnah brings that the din of the Shulchan Aruch that you need to go ahead and be you can only be made to someone if he doesn't know how to make kiddush. That's only a din of chachila. But the Eved, even if he knows how to make kiddush, it's yotze. The reason is because since the birkas b'rechagolfin is part of the chivas hayyim, he the Tzitz Chaim. And the Prichodosh hold like the Tor, that the Chivas Hayyim transforms the nature of the Bracha. Whereas we could claim that the Shachanarch disagrees. The Shachanarch holds that that really the fact that you have a Chiv to do it doesn't make it that it's not a Chivas Hayyim anymore. It's not a Birchas anymore, I'm sorry. The Ulam, it retains its status as a Birchas so here, when it comes to Birchas Anenin, that we have a Gemara on. That we have a Gemara on Dathmeim Hemad Beis that tells me that when do we say that Klapi the Din Birchas Anenin, when there's a bracha that has to be made on Hanol, that someone can go ahead and make a bracha for you, that's only when it's called a case of a boar and a sefer.
But if it's not a boar and a soifer, we're talking about shteim seifrim, then it doesn't work, then it's the yotzal. That could be the aside of the girl that the girl's telling you that don't think that just because you're making a bilchas it's a bracha you have to make. You're making your bilchas amazon. And the bilchas amazon is a bracha that you have to make, but it's on the hano that you got from the vechalta v'samato v'rachto. Out of the hano sviya. So there, you're making a bracha. So there's a bilchas anenin. So there, we only say that there's no concept of arvus. Ah, he doesn't know how to do it. So there, it kicks in. There, since you don't know how to do it, at the end of the day, the Svon HaShulchan HaKarav, that since we want you to, we have under, we prefer that you, the one who makes the bracha, but if he can't make the bracha, so then obviously we want the bracha to exist. There they established Arvus. There, when he doesn't know how to do it, you can bench for him. But if he knows how to, then Avandi can't bench for him. And that's what the Guns shelling su to the, the Din of the Mechaber, that it only works when he doesn't know. That's the Din, Mikra Din. Mikra Din, there's no connection between a sofa and a sofa regarding the Din Kiddush. There's only a Din when it's a sofa and a boar. I mean, that, that would be Pshat. And the Machlik is preaching the Shachan Aruch and the Mishnah Brew. The Mishnah Brew goes, the Maisa, like the Pri Chodesh and the Chaim, the Din of Yotza Meitzi, that someone can be made to someone else, applies even when the second party knows how to make Kiddush, but for whatever, for whatever reason prefers that someone else makes for him. Even though they're both still for him, nonetheless, but yeah, but it works. Not like the din of the Pasha, the Shulchan Aruch, and the way the Gain understood it. The Kiddush and the Nafkamina we see based on these swaras that we're discussing up until now, practical, Allah Maisa. Since that, I'm going to start the Vaita, let's go Vaita in the Gemara, and uh, moving on, Msiat and Deshmaya. The Gemara says from the two dots, Itmar, it was stated, two people eat together, Prigi Rav, Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Yechonon wants the din, Chadami wrote to the Zamin Mezamnin, one says if they want to make a zimun, they're able to make a zimun, Chadamar and one said, Im wrote to the Zamin, Im Nezamin, if they want to make a zimun, then they're not able to make a zimun. Machlikas, can you opt into a zimun or not? Tanan was taught in the Mishnah, Shleisha Sha'achu Ka'achas, three people eat together, Chayav in the Zamin. There's an obligation to eat. So, we can derive from the Mishnah that only time that you have a Chayav to eat that you're able to make a Zimun is when three people eat together, but two people eat together, you're not able to make a Zimun. So, we can prove here that Shnaim Sha'achu Ka'achas in Mezamdin. Says the Gemara, no, it's not a proof. Why? Because Hosam, the din the Mishnah is a Chayva. It's talking about when you're Chayav the Zamin. That's only true when there's three. But but here are suffix in regarding an ashul, an optional, an optional zimun. If we're discussing an optional zimun, maybe you're able to do that even with two. Therefore, you can't bring a proof from the Mishnah. So Tashma, we're trying to bring a different proof. What's proof from the Mishnah? Three people that ate together have an obligation to make a zimun. And they can't split up. They have to stay together. Now the Gemara makes a deal. Three people together have to stay together. But but two can't separate. Here, so what's the difference in the proof? The difference in the proof seemingly is that three people, one guy can't split off. But here, if one guy splits off and there's two people left, seemingly they're still able to make a zimun. So if they're still able to make a zimun, they're not mevat or the zimun. So therefore, what's the reason that the why a guy can't be mechalik, let him be mechalik, and nonetheless will be a zimun. So he answers the Gemara, Shani Hosam, no, even there it's not a raya. Because there, the Kovli Chovimikolo, since originally they had a Shlisha Shaochu Ka'achas, 
So now that one guy left, it's taking away that chiv, the chiv we want. And therefore, you can't bring a proof for the fact that Shnei ain't mezamnin. Because maybe Shnei are mezamnin, but in the circumstance where there's a pre-existing chiv, to go to an Rishos, that's also lost, and that's in the din, in Rishayin the Chalik. That's the Gemara's back and forth. So now let's look at Rashi. Rashi learned that the problem of Ein Rishayin the Chalik is that the Vorich Kol Echad each one can make a bracha on their own. Why? The Mefkile the Terezimun, because it uproots, it absolves, it dissolves the Terezimun. Now the Emes is that Rashi made up a concept here, right? Where this, the Gemara doesn't discuss something called a Terezimun. The Gemara says he can't make a, he can't be Mechalik. The Gemara doesn't say why. Then the Gemara says the reason is that maybe two could still make a zimun, even if one left. But, but what? But the problem is, is that you, since you had a chayv mikara, so then, so then even if you can make a zimun b'rashos, you dissolve the chayva. So now, if that's true, so that means that the Gemara's answer is that the reason you can't be mechalik is because you're dissolving the chayva. That's the Gemara's reason. That's the Gemara's kilo nuance. Before that, when the Gemara proposed that maybe you could bring a proof that Shtayim Mizamnin is not a Rishos, because if it was a Rishos, then you should be able to be Mechalik, the Gemara didn't know there was a distinction between Chayvah and Rishos. That's the Gemara's answer. The reason that this is not a proof is because there's a distinction between Chayvah and Rishos. But that means in the proposition. The Gemara didn't know there was a distinction between Chayvah and Rishos. So why is it, why is it that it can't be Mechalik? So you can't say because you're getting rid of the chayv, that's the Gemara's answer. So what's the reason I can't? Why, what's the reason I can't be mechalik? So Rashi says because I'm being mafkia the Torah zimun. I'm, I'm destroying. I'm getting rid of the Torah zimun. I don't know what that means. So so I brought for you here Pnei Yeshua. The Pnei Yeshua is in source eight. The Pnei Yeshua says a piece. The Pnei Yeshua says that Rashi means to say that even if there's still going to be a zimun, why? Because when the third guy when the third guy left and he had there's a remaining two. So says says what's it called? Says the Pnei Yeshua, maybe there, if the third guy goes and makes a zimun somewhere else, that's not a problem. Why is it not a problem? Because the third guy had a zimun with two other people, and the two remaining people had a zimun derushos. So there. The fact that the Gemara says, the Mishnah says that in Rishayin the Chalik, even under a circumstance where the third party goes to, here's someone else, maybe that's the proposition of the Gemara, then that's why the Gemara can source for you that really, Shtayim Mezamnin is not a Rishos. But in the case where the third guy goes to make a Zimun somewhere else, the two can't make a Zimun. Why not? Everyone's making a Zimun. To that, the Gemara answers, no, there's a difference between a Zimun Shal Rishos and a Zimun Shal Chiv. That's Pshat Rashi. That's very schwer. It doesn't sound like it's Rashi saying. If that was true, Rashi would have to speak that out. But Rashi doesn't say that at all. Rashi mentions a concept called Afgov from Terezimun. Rashi is not saying a whole piece here that we're talking about even where a third party goes. So what's Pshat Taka? What's, what's, what's Rashi telling us? Weiter, according to Pnei Yeshua, let's say the third guy really did go. So according to Pnei Yeshua, that means that three people ate together, it's mutter for the third guy to go and bench somewhere else, as long as he benched with the zimun. Why? Because the two will remain, and, and the third guy is benching with the zimun. 
if I'm looking at the Mishnah, the Mishnah on Dafnun doesn't sound like that. The Mishnah on Dafnun says, There's no caveat. He finds a Zimun somewhere else, and it is Mutter. The Stimus Mishnah is Mashma. That is also under all circumstances. The Gemara doesn't bring such a, a qualification. So let's Pshat Taka in the, in the Raya of the Gemara, based off of the, the cryptic language of Rashi, of being Mafkiyatar Zimun. So I think we could say a different Pshat in Rashi. And it's based off everything that we've set up until now. That once we said that the Yisrit of the Chi of Zimun is, based off the Shulchan Archarav, that since they were Nehne together, they became a unit, they were a Guf Echod, they were Chabura, that ate together, as Memele, the Chayiv, to bench together also. The same we got Hanot together, we have to be Mavarech together. So when that's true, the Hanot, the same way the Hanot was together, the Brachas together. So now... The fact that I'm going to make a Zimun somewhere else is really irrelevant and a relevant factor. The Yisrael of Zimun is that the Chaburah who is Neheneh is the Chaburah that's Mavarech. So now he goes somewhere else. Who cares if he's Mazamin, he's not Mazamin, but the Chaburah is not being Mavarech together. And therefore, that's the issue. The issue of being Mechalek is telling you that you, know, you can't do that. You made a Chaburah. How did you make a Chaburah? So the Mishnah Daf Mem Hey is Mechadesh, you made a Chabura through Nechila Ka'achas. That's the Chiddush of the Mishnah Daf Mem Hey. The Mishnah Daf Nun is a new Chiddush. That since you have a Nechila Ka'achas, now, a new Din, there's a Chiv the Zamein, which is a Chiv on the Chabura. It's, yeah, it's an Inner Shain Lechalik, because the Chiv Zimun, the Chiv Rechaz Amozim, is Chal on the Chefts of the Chabura. It's Chal on the Gufechod. And Memele, if you go ahead and you're Mechalik, now, you have an issue. What's the issue? The issue is that you have to zimun. So there, the Gemara says, Why not? Because you have to zimun. Why? Because the Cheftzel that was Nenebik together can't make a broth later because well, someone left. That's how Rashi learned. And since that's true, we have a Raya then that Shnaim Shirot the Zamanin Mazamnin because we need the third guy. If we don't have the third guy, we're Chos and the Chabulah, we have to zimun. Of them, the Gemara answered, no. Really, maybe Lo'ilam, you could have a Zimun with two. That's an optional. I. what's the din of the Mishnah? The din of the Mishnah is talking about a specific case where you already established a Torah Zimun. And once you establish a Torah Zimun, you establish a Chabura, that's a Chiv. That's a Chiv the Zamin. That's the Mishnah Dafim Hey. But in a circumstance where you didn't establish a Torah Zimun through Yachil Ka'achas, then says the Gemara, Efshah, that you're able yet to make an optional Zimun. <coughs> I think that's a, an Emes Pshat. In Rashi and in Gishmak, based off everything we set up until now. And that being said, let's get to the next case, the third case, the third proof the Gemara tried to bring in order to establish the din of Shnai Mazam and Mashus. So the Gemara tries to bring a Raya Tashma. Come here, Hashamesh. You have a Shamesh, Shahayim, a Shamesh, a Shnaim. Right, you have a butler, he's waiting on two people. Hari's a Uchlimahim. The Shamesh is able to eat with them. Even though the people who are dining didn't give the butler rishus to join with them. That's case one. But let's say the butler was waiting on three people, not two. The butler can't eat with them. They gave him rishus. So we see here discrepancy in the dinim. That when two people are eating together, so then the shamish can be mishtatif and, the, and the, he can eat with them. Why? Even without rishos, you can do it. 
the assumption in Umdana he's allowed to join. But when the Shleisha, he can't join with them unless they give him Rishos. Now the Pshat Bukhara is. is because since the assumption is that the people want to eat with a Zimun, they need a third party to join them. And since they need a third party to join them, so here comes the butler, he becomes a third party, and Mazel Tov, you have a Zimun. But if you already have a pre-existing three, there's no reason that we want the butler to join him. but we want the butler to wait on me, not to sit with me. And therefore, in order for the butler to sit with them, they need Rishos. Some of all, that we need the butler. The butler can only assume he can join up when he's needed to establish the zimun. But if he's only allowed to join, if he's allowed to join without rishus when there's two, so we can derive from there that two people can't make a zimun. Because if two people were able yet to make a zimun, then how come the butler can join up with them without rishus? Seemingly, if they can make a zimun on their own, the same way that three needs Rishus, for the, but- the butler needs Rishus to join up, so two, two should also need Rishus in order to join up. So a raya that shnayim shirot the zamin ain mizamnin. Or else, when it comes to two people, the butler would need Rishus also. Answer the Gemara, no. Now you don't have a proof. Why not? there is different. The 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 people want to have a chiv, they want to have a chiv regarding the zimun, and even if you can have shnayim mizamnin as Rishus, the butler can join up without asking Rishos in order to establish a chiv. And therefore, you can't bring a proof that Shnayim is amnant in Rishos from the dinner Shamash. Now, this, this Gemara, <coughs> this Gemara is a, a shtikopela. There's a lot of questions that we're able to ask on this Gemara, and I'm going to break down, this down step by step. Hara number one that we're going to make is an actual language of the Gemara. There is a Braisa, and it says, Hari is uichli mohim. But the Shamash on Shnayim says, Harizat Ichli Mahim. Harizat Ichli Mahim sounds like a funny language. What do you mean he can eat with them? Is, you can eat with them, the the din is, Harizat Ichli Mishalahim. He can eat from their food. Or Harizat Ichli Misidosum. He can eat from the meal. What's Harizat Ichli Mahim? The Dafka sounds like the Chiddush isn't that, the Gemara is not stressing that the heter for the Shamash to take from their food. That doesn't seem to be what the Gemara is stressing. So that's Ha'ara number one. What's the language of Hariz al What's that Chiddush? Number two, we could ask a different Shaila. How come the Gemara is establishing this din specifically on a Shamash? Forget the Shamash. I'm sitting outside. You know, it's supper time in a writer. It's not so great. So we go to Chatzir. There's two people sitting there. Yeah? Two guys. So why can't I wash? I'll come over and I'll take from his pita. And then make a mercy. I'll join up. Ah, what do you mean? Why are you getting upset at me because I took your food? I'm allowed to. Now you're going to have a zimun. The din l'chora isn't unique to shamish. The din is any time there's two people eating, anyone should be able to come along and take the food in order to establish the chiv zimun. So how come the Gemara is establishing the din specifically by shamish? L'chora, this is true by anishlish. So you could say, no, it's orchad it's milsanakot. That normally speaking, who's the guy that's hanging out around people eating? That's the waiter. And that's why the Brisa said, you're right, anyone could do it. That's a possibility. Or maybe there's something unique about the Din Shamish. The Shamish specifically is able to do this, maybe, and not anyone else. If that's true, we would need a Svara, obviously, why that would be. But it, the question, it's a fair question to ask is this your Din, which is unique to Shamish or not? I'm going to ask a third question. This Kasha is Alamda Shakasha. The Kasha is as follows The, the Brisa establishes the Din of Shnayim that were, 
Eichel Ka'achas, and there's a Shamish. The Shamish can be joined without Netiyah Zershus. So now, ask as follows. We have a Machlik Rav and Rav Yechanon. What's the din if Shnayim She'achel Ka'achas, Imrot Se Lezamin Mezamnin, or not? So let's say we go like the person that Shnayim She'rot Se Lezamin, yes, Mezamnin. They're able to make a Zimun, a Shnayim. So why did the Brisa establish the case as follows? One person's eating, and that one person who's eating has a shamish. So there, so there, seemingly, if the shamish joins the one person who's eating, that would establish the ability to make a, a, a zimun, right? Because shnayim is an So why doesn't the Brisa go ahead and say that a bigger chiddush, that echad sha'ichel, a shamish is mutter to be hariza imay, hariza imay, even without rishus, in order to establish the option for zimun. Now, what are you going to answer? And the chura, this is the beginning. This is how you should start. You should say because you know what the difference is because there it's a rishus, and since it's only a rishus, who says that the guy who's eating is going to want to make a zimun? And since the Shamash doesn't know if the guy who's eating is going to want to make a zimun or not, therefore he's not able to take the food without his permission. In logic, that makes sense. But now, what's the answer of the Gemara? The answer of the Gemara is a distinction between Chleva and Rishus. That means when the Gemara brought the Braisa, the Gemara wasn't distinguishing between a, 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 a Chleva and a Rishus. So if the Gemara brings the Brayas, we're not distinguishing between Chayv and Rishos, and I can prove that to you, because the answer of the Gemara is to distinguish between Chayv and Rishos. That means that in the Havamina, when we brought the Brayasa, the Brayasa itself it doesn't make a difference we're talking Chayv and Rishos. So now, let's ask it in a different way. How can you claim that Shnayim is Amnon's Rishos, the fact that the Brayasa has to establish the case as two and the Sham is joining it, is indicative of the fact that if it was one, the Shamish couldn't join, the Shamish couldn't make a simun. That's the biggest proof that Shnayim Sharot Sadazamin in Mazamnin. Because if it was Yemazamnin, the Bryce could have established it as one person in the Shamish. The fact that Bryce didn't do it is a proof. Yet, even though Rav and Rabbi Yechonon came after this Bryce chronologically, nonetheless, it was still a Machlekes. How could there be a Machlekes? Pelaplayim. Pelaplayim. Now, Question number four. Let's say there's one person eating and there's two shamashes. One person eating and two shamashes. There will, can, can both shamashes take? According to the Bryce, I see that one shamash that's waiting on two people can take. Why? Because it establishes, even in the Maskana, what's it do? It establishes a chiv. So now you have one person and two shamashes. Can two shamashes join up and create a chiv in the meal? The Mashmosa Gomorrah is not. Why? Because the Gemara said the din by Shamash, if a two Shamashim would work, he would say that. Why doesn't he say that? It's a Pella. What's the difference? One, two, either way, if we, if we have a, an Umdana, that we would, a person wants other people to join in in order to go ahead and make his, make his Iman, so that it work even with one person and two, two Shamashim. That's another Kasha, fourth Kasha. Maybe it does work. Maybe it does work. My assumption is not, but... I'm open-minded. Maybe it also works. And a Hanami. So now, so now that we started breaking open the Gemara, let's look at the let's look at the Rishonim. So Rashi in Devarim Aschel Mohim learns that it doesn't mean Eichli Mohim doesn't mean he could take their food like we would have thought. Eichli Mohim means that there's no Gaiva. What would be the Gaiva? The Gaiva is that the butler 
pulled up a seat and sat down with the person who hired him, my, my employer. I'm sitting down at the same time as my employer. My employer told me to bring out the food and clean up the dishes, not to eat with me. So if I'm sitting and making myself an equal with the employer, that seems like a gaiva. There, the Gemara says, It's not a problem of gaiva. It's assumed that the employer wants you to sit down with him and, and eat in order to establish the chiv. Ay, whose food are you eating? So there, we don't see a het for the shamash to take the food. Maybe the, the shamash has to bring his own food. And the only thing that we see is that once he's able to sit down, that once, once there's a desire and ability to make a chiyav zimun, that the, that the shamash doesn't have to worry about gaiva when he sits down to join the employer himself. Now it could be that Rashi is coming from the Diklik Lashon of the Gemara that says, Harizat Ichlimahim, he eats with them. It doesn't say Mishalahim like we said, and Dasam. It says, Imahim, maybe that's the Diklik Lashon of Rashi, but it's not Murchul like we discussed in the Hemshech, because I brought for you here a Meiri. The Meiri says a different shot in the Gemara than Rashi. The Meiri says what we'd have thought is Pashib Shat. The Meiri says, A guy, a Shamash, a waiter who's waiting on two people. He can eat without having any kind of permission. Because they get a new mitzvah for their achila. Not a problem. Then it's assumed that they gave him permission that he can take from their food. No problem. But But if you were serving three people, you can't take the food unless they give rishos. So Miri learns, Pashab Shat in the Gemara, that the whole discussion here is whether or not they're able to take food without permission. Now, once we see that the Rishinim are willing to say this pshat, and that we're saying that the Rishinim are fine with the fact that someone is willing, we're willing to have the Shamash take food without permission, it's not a shayla of gezel, it's an umdana, it's pashat, it's mutter. That's true. Why did, why did Rashi say different? Why did Rashi disagree? I brought for you also, Gemara Psalchem in Source 13, the Gemara says, People are happy to perform mitzvahs of their money. They're willing to spend their money in order to fill a mitzvah. So that's true. The fact that he's taking the food, who cares? I cost money. It's not the issue. I'm not worried about the money. The money is not the problem. I'll spend money in order to perform mitzvahs. So how come, if that's not the issue, Rashi would go ahead and tell me that you wouldn't learn the Gemara Kepshuta that you're able to take. Now, even, even more, I brought for you in the halacha. The halacha says that it's mutalita lulub shechaveru beleidas chaveru. You could take his lulub without his, without his permission. Bashar yamim, on the first day. And this ashar yamim, on the rest of the days. There, the first day is an issue, different issue because it has to be shalcha, not because the moment. Why? It's paskin in shulchan aruch. It's like a bar of lulub. So if it's already paskin in shulchan aruch, it's mutter. So how come Rashi, Dafka doesn't go with the Pashtas Agamara that we're discussing that the Shamash can take his food? So in order to break into this, I brought for you here a Rosh. The Rosh is a tremendous Chiddush. We could see it together. Tanur Abon and Hashamash Eimel Shnayim. As Ramas is waiting on two people, Eichel Imalahim, you can eat with them off a Bishalayin, even though they didn't give him permission. Eimel Shleisha, but if he's waiting on three, Eimel Eichel Imalahim. You can't eat with them and they eat can eat another rishos unless they give him permission. Mikan Mashma derives the the rush. From here we can derive. It's a mitzvah to chase after three. 
כל מה שיכולים, as much as you're able to, משום ברכוס זימון, in order to accomplish a zimun, because what's the mile of that? The bereiv am hadras melech, because we then instills, it demands, it fulfills, a fulfillment, demands a fulfillment of bereiv am, v'chin mash menami b'perek al-basar, and so too as the Gemara implies in chulin da'amir rabba b'abachana, rabba b'abachana said as follows, havikayim nekami d'ravami ravasi, they're standing in front of ravami ravasi, ayisi l'kamai hu kalkulat apiri, they brought in front of both of them, a kalkulat apiri v'ochli v'layoivli, and they ate, and they didn't give me, Rabbi Babarachana, any food, any fruit. You can derive from there, ain mezamna al peris. You don't make a zimun al peris. Why the mezamna al peris? Because if they were mezamna al peris, hayenosena kadeshivachu b'shleisha. They give to him. Sounds like you have to give to him. Why? Because if you have the ability to establish a zimun, you have to do it. And that's what we're learning from the dinam shamish. That's what the rush wants to bring. Now the meisah is not a das yachid in the rishonim. The other shen that go like that, the eshkol I found in Hilchasuda, brings down the same din, and the Tor Paschal that also in Simen Kuftani Gimel, that in order to uh, you should do your best to pursue whatever you can in order to go ahead and establish a din zimun. Now I brought for you here a Magin Giburim. The Magin Giburim is a commentary on the Shulchan Aruch written by the same author as the Shulti Giburim. There's two Magin Giburims. This one's the, from the author of the Shilti Giburim. And he attacks the opinion of the Rosh. And he says in the second line here in Source 17, We could attack, we can hesitate regarding his proof that you have to chase after, you have to chase after, what's it called? You have to chase after a, uh, a Zimun. Why? When it comes to a shamish, they actually didn't have to do anything at all. He was already standing there at the Suda, the Adaraba, you know, and therefore they didn't put any effort whatsoever. The Adaraba, and just the opposite, there's an obligation to give the shamish from every every type of food. Aye, so what's the Kiddush of the Gemara? Not that he took the food, that's Pashat, that's a Chiv anyway. Uh, the whole Kiddush is that he ate with them. And that even though he ate with them, and he's the, he's the employee and not the employer, that's not considered a gaiva. Like Rashi. And for that we say, came in the Obdu Mitzvah, since they're doing a mitzvah, they want him to sit with them, and there's no gaiva in him sitting with them. But there's no proof that you can pursue a zimun. So now this, this is a Pella. Number one, He's saying that when it comes to Shamish, you can't bring a proof from Shamish because there, they didn't put any effort into finding him. He was standing there already. So how could you say you have to go and make an effort to find someone to go ahead and make a zimun? Now, what was the other case that Rosh brought? Avrava Babachana, he was standing in front of Rav Amin Ravasi. You don't see that you have to go chase someone down in order to get a zimun. So, number one, the Magin Yibun disagrees with the dinner of the Rosh. Now, even if you agree with the dinner of the Rosh, and you want to claim that there is a chiv to Mechazar Achar Zimun, at the most that could be is that that you have to put an effort that if someone's there already, you tell them to eat with you. you. Take a bite, have something to eat in order to join with us. But to go ahead and start chasing people down, telling people they have to come, or walking out of your house, that a you don't have a chiv to. That the Chor is klar from the two rayas that 
that uh, the rush brings. That the is richtig. But his other taina is very interesting. His other taina is that when it comes to a shamash, you have a chiv to give him food. Now, what's he talking about? What do you mean you have a chiv to give him this food? So here I brought you a, a gemara. The gemara is in Ksubas Tafsamach Aleph. There the gemara says that any food that you put in front of a shamash that has a strong smell or a strong taste, you have a chiv to give him. You have a chiv to give him. Why not? Because if you don't give to him, it's a sakana, he might get sick. I in the gemara shon. And the Maisegaret, the Gemara, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, this Lalach, I brought it to you in Source 19, called Dovish and Mevi and Lifnei Adam, anything that you bring in front of a person, Sheish the Reach, that has a strong smell of Adam Talavlai, and the person desires it. So, Tichlitin, when in the Shamash Miyad, you have to give it to the Shamash immediately, otherwise it's it's, gone, it's dangerous. And he continues the Machabar, Midas Chasidisu, and it's even more, it's more praiseworthy, Litein Lui Migad Mikul Min to give immediately from every type of food. So, it's clear then that. The din of shamish is actually, is actually what? It's actually pashat that he can take the food. The, the employers is He has to give him food. So once that's true, Rashi is pashat. That Rashi said, there's no chiddush by shamish that he can eat from the food. It's pashat that it's mutter to take. How does he know? It's a gemara in ksubas to have some The shokonor paskins it. Ah, so then what's the chiddush then? That the shamish is how is that him? The whole chiddush is that he can sit with them, he can make himself an equal to his employer, and there, that's not considered gaiva, and that's lashon gemara. lashon gemara, how is that him? He eats with them. He doesn't say that he eats mishelahim. That's not the nakuda. The nakuda is imahim. That he's with them. He becomes an equal. And therefore, that's mamish a chiddush. Now, if that's true, everything we're saying. And it comes out also this din is said explicitly by Shamish, and specifically by Shamish. Why? Because Dafka, the Shamish, who's exposed to the food, has the heter of the Gemara and Ksubis, and the heter of the Shulchan Aruch, he's the only one that's allowed to take the food without Rishus. Because if he doesn't, it's a Sakana. But someone else, it's also for him to take a food. So there, if the whole Kiddush of the Gemara is a heter to make yourself an equal, you can sit down and invite it at the meal. We don't have a Gemara that tells you that you're able to go ahead and take food without permission. That being the case, that being the case, so then we're mamish, we're mamish in the clear with Rashi. Rashi's geshmak. Shamish is dafka. The lashon of Hariza Ichlimahim is dafka. Ah, he's taking the food. That's the Gemara Ksubis. So what's the Chiddush? He's imohim. He made himself an equal. And under that circumstance, there's no gaiva. That's very, very geshmak. Now that being said, according to the Rosh, it's clear, Mamish clear, that the din of Argamara is not unique to Shamish. How do I know? Because the Rosh says, we can see from Argamara that you have to go make yourself a Zimun. What do you mean, go make yourself a Zimun? Is a din unique to a Shamish? That a Shamish, he, he specifically is allowed to take food. The answer is no. He's the, 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 the umdana that we want to establish a zimun is not unique to shamash. That's always true. We always want a zimun. There's a shamash, not a shamash. We need a third party. And therefore, in Achanami, according to the Rosh, a random person's walking by, you can sit down, take your food, and make a bracha in order to make you have a chiv and zimun. Pelaplayim. So now, there's more I want to talk about Badas the Rosh, but before you talk about more in the Dasa Rosh, I want to talk about the Me'iri. The Me'iri says the Chiddush of the Gemara is I can eat with him. So what's that Chiddush? They have a Gemara in Ksubis. And the Gemara in Ksubis says that he's allowed to take. So if he's allowed to take, so then how come I need an Umdana and our special din of Shamish, the Chura, this is Pashut, that he's allowed to take. I don't need a Chiddush of a, of a new Gemara. So I would claim as, as follows. 
The din of the Gemara Ksubis is that if he smells food and he doesn't able to taste it, so that's a sakana. So he's allowed to take. Now, how much do I have to give him? There, I would think that a team ba'alma, as long as he tastes the food, he's exposed to that which he's smelling, he enjoys, he experiences the flavor that his, he's enjoying, you know, through, through, the, through the smell, but he also has to enjoy the taste, and he enjoy that taste through the te'ima. But it's clear, it's clear from the Mishnah, that how much does the Shamash have to eat in order to be mitztarif? He has to eat a kazayas. And mehechitesi, that the Shamash is allowed to take a kazayas. There, there there's a chiddush specifically, that when it comes to a shlish, either there's already two people eating, the Shamash is allowed to take even more than a kazayas in order to be mitztarif. And that's the chiddush of Agamara. And it's it's mamish a chiddush regarding the kamas of the eichel, not regarding this heter achila. The heter achila is already clear from the Gemara Ksubas that the Meiri be maskim too. But the chiddush is that he can take more than a kazayis, and that's the pshat harizal eichel imahim that he can eat with a kviyasuda. He can eat a kviyasuda with them. He can take even more than a kazayis. So now I touched on this slightly, but I'm going to speak it out in mamish now and uh, try to develop this concept. According to the Rosh, that you have a chiv to be mechazer after. A shlish, how much effort does he have to put in? So that's not clear. So I want to say that that's the estate of Shamash. Shamash is telling us a shear in tircha. How much tircha? If, yeah, you have to be mechazer. But according to the rush, you have to be mechazer. How much do you have to be mechazer? Go stand in Times Square and try to find a Jew to eat with you? No, it's not what you have to do. Shamash told us that the whole shear of tircha is if someone is already there, he's in your house. Elamai, what's the issue? He's not eating with you, even though he's in the house? So then, then we can tell him, you know what? You go make an effort, he's in the house already. He comes, and go, he comes ahead and joins up with you. Now, if you look in the Mishnah Bura, the Mishnah Bura in Simen Kuf Tzadi Gimel Sifkat Zayin says, Echidosh uh, Dina. First of all, he said, he paskins, that it's a mitzvah to be machazer after a shlish, like the rush. It's not, there's no, he doesn't go like Rashi in that regard. There's a mitzvah, the Chazra Achar Now, the Mishabrua says a caveat, though. The caveat is, it's Tafka when they're in the house with him. Then it's a mitzvah to give him some food in order to let him starve with them. But the Mishabrua doesn't bring him a car. Mishabrua says a Dabar Pashat, that the only time you have to Chazar is when he's in the house. Now, that's true then we can understand why. We can bring the Makor for the, Ram, the, for the Mishaburu. Because the Makor is on Zergamara. The fact that the Gemara establishes specifically on Shamish indicates that it's limited to the Shamish. The Shamish, I mean not limited to Shamish, but it's limited to the Matthias of Shamish. And someone's standing there already. Someone's in the house. That also, I want to I go ahead and I'm going to bring from the Eshkel. I told you the Eshkel also paskins like the Din of the Rosh. The Din Rosh. The way the Eshkel says it, he says, Impoga echad b'shnaim uichlin. Then it's mitzvah leim lo take the kadeshi as zamnon. But what's the din? If he bumps one person, bumps into two people that are eating, that means he's there already. The two don't have to go look for him. The one found him, and now that the one found them, then it's a mitzvah to give. In order so that he goes ahead and they're able to make a zimun. Based off this, I want to answer up a madal yontif. The madal yontif there on this rosh on our rosh and sifkot and samech esakasha stira in the divrei rosh. That the Rosh Navi Psachim says that there's only a mitzvah to go after to find a third person for in order to make a zimun. That mitzvah is only Leil Pesach. 
All other times, there's no mitzvah to look for a third person in order to make a zimun. The only time to do that is Leila Seder. And even Leila Seder, the Madanayanta says it's not a minig that we do, but the Maisa, it's a nice thing up here, you should do it, there's a chiv to do it, but the Maisa minig is not to. And yet, as the Madanayanta, right now, here in Asagya, comes on the Rosh and says, from Argamara, it's a shamish, it's mavur, you have to be machazar achar zimun. As the Madanayanta, it's a stiro. You have to, according to the Rosh Nave Psalchim, the only time you have to be machazar achar zimun is the Al-Asayda. Whereas when it comes to the Rosh here, you always have to be mechazer achazim, and that's the din of Shamash. Asher, the Dvarainu, we can answer like this, that according to our Rosh, what's it mean to be mechazer achazim? Mechazer achazim in our Rosh means that when the third party's here, you have to give to him so that you can establish a zimun. And that's the din of the Gemara in Shalash The din of the Rosh in Ave Psachim is a different din. That din is a din to be doeg that you'll have three, three men in order to make a zimun. That's a din that before you have your meal, before you start your meal, make sure that you have a shleisha that are going to be uchel ka'achas. That din is a din unique to Leila Seder. That's a different type of mechazar acharov. That's a mechazar acharov that, that was only, that's only found by Ave Psachem. Make sure you have a zimun. And that we don't have here. That's clear the Russian learning not like that. The Mela, that's a Yishiv, the Madana Yantav. And the Yantav said that the Russia says himself, Minei is not true. The Russian of Ipsalchim is talking about a din of making sure you have a Zimun, Klape, making sure before you even start your meal that you'll have enough people to have to make a Zimun. Whereas when it comes to the Rush by us, he's not saying to make sure you have a Zimun, make sure you look after people. No way. If a third party bumps into you, then give him food in order to make a zimun. That's the din of the Rosh Bayas. Mimele, the two things aren't a stira. Now, regarding our din of Soid Echod and Ashamish, Rotusha Mashim, so what's there? It's klar, it's klar, klar, klar that we don't say this, right? The Gemara is assuming that there's still a choice, there's still an option, a viable option for Shnayim Shirots Lezamin Mezamnin even though the Bryce establishes the cases two and a Shamish, and not one and a Shamish. And the Gemara clearly is not willing to say this din by one person eating and two Shamashim. The question is, why not? What's here? So, I want to say a Swara. The Swara is maybe a Mechudashtik Swara, but I think it's something we can connect to. I think it could be even true. The Swara is as follows. What's, what's, the, what's the concept here? The concept is we have an Umdana. An Umdana means that there's an assumption a halachic assumption that in light of the circumstances in front of us, we can make a, an assumption regarding what someone else wants, even without them expressing it. So when there's two people eating, we can assume that they want a third party to join them, even if they never told him to, even though they never invited him to. Why? Because we can assume that they want to make a zimun, as a chiv, even if... That was never expressed, even if it's going to cost them money. We make that assumption. Now, when do we make that assumption? When do we make that assumption? Under what circumstances? So now, here's where the Chiddush comes in. Uh, to make a halachic assumption, it has to be, maybe, that the circumstance is indicative of the assumption that we're discussing. Meaning to say, if we're discussing the establishment of a zimun, then maybe the establishment of a zimun is only something we can assume that the person is happy with when the given circumstance resembles 
a circumstance of zimun. So now, let me say it in a non-technical sense, and then I'll repeat it again, and maybe it'll go through. Meaning to say as follows. A zimun is benching as a chaburah. A zimun is benching as a chaburah. So, when can I go ahead and say that there's an assumption here that regarding the dinam of zimun? So maybe I could only say there's an assumption regarding the dinam of zimun when there's something that resembles a zimun. Now, what do I mean something that resembles a zimun? So here we have a chiddush, the Gemara, how do we know that zimun necessitates three? It's a shleisha sha'achul ka'achas. Maybe it's two, maybe it's four. And then we bring psukim, kishem ha'shamekro, right? Godud ha'shamiti. We have psukim to prove three. Now, why do I need psukim to prove three? Because if zimun's benching with a chabura, it's a joint benching, it's a group benching, that's something which Be'etzem, in Svara, I could have done with two. Two is also a group. And if two is a group, then maybe Shnaim Sha'achu Ka'achas is also Chayiv Nezalmein. Today we say no. It's Tafka Shleisha. Why? Because Gadol Shamiti Kashima Shanekro. Now, what does that mean? That means that Shnaim is a reality of eating as a Chabura. It's not a Chabura which generates a chiv lezamein. Now you need three, but it's still a chiv lezamein. So maybe the umdana, which allows a person to go ahead and take without reshus, only speaks in a circumstance that's relevant to the current reality. So if there's an umdana regarding a, a zimun, there's an umdana regarding how to relate to an achila kechabura, there has to be an achila kechabura present. So even according to the Manda Amr, that Shnayim is Amnon's Rishus, if one person is eating, so then there's no Achilah Kechabura happening. There's an Achilah Yachid. An Achilah Yachid is not relevant to the Parsha of Zimun. So there the Umdana doesn't speak. So the Shamish can't go ahead with that Rishus. Why not? Because there's no Umdana regarding the Zimun, Klapiyah Yachid. Klapiyah Yachid, Zimun's not on the platter, it's not on the menu. Same thing if there's one person with two shamashim. Right now, what's happening in Achilles Yochid? I, if two shamashim go ahead and eat, that could go ahead and establish a of zimun. <coughs> so why isn't there an umdana there? The same way by two and one there is an umdana. The answer is because there's an Achilles Yochid going on. Achilles Yochid, we don't see Achilles Kachaburah. And if we don't see Achilles Kachaburah, then an umdana, an assumed halachic allowance, doesn't kick in. It doesn't speak under a circumstance that allowance isn't relevant to. So that's what I meant when I was saying that an umdana can only take effect under a circumstance that it is able to relate to. So it can only... Uh, umdana here is an umdana in zimun. It needs a, a metzias. It needs a metzias. not a halacha of achila kechaburu, but it needs a metzias at least of achila kechaburu in order to allow this umdana to kick in. That maybe is a way to ready to explain both dinim. I think they're both true. The Shai is how to explain it. I think that's the Hamas. As in Mesiyat next week, we're going to pick up with Nashim Beziman.